So I farm so hard, the employees wanna find me And then wanna hire me What's 100k to a guy like me? Could you please remind me? Farm so hard, this ain't easy Working late nights, you best believe me My grades can only go ace Never wanna see another B unless I'm Jay-Z Farm so hard, let's get paid Alright, you guys can't get enough of workload and productivity Part 2 Talking about the pharmacy intensity score uh, again, my name is Dr. Oscar Santalo. I'm a pharmacy and operations and compliance coordinator, and she had to come back for round two. I have here next to me. Hi, everyone. My name is Joanna Longuera. I'm a fourth year pharmacy student from UF. So kind of just review some of the uh, definitions from the previous episode of Workload and Productivity, uh, Joanna. So in the last episode, we talked about benchmarking, which basically means finding and implementing best practices, and it involves measurement of products, services, and practices against industry leaders. We they assess cost of healthcare, or cost of healthcare has increased, patient care settings have changed, and profit margins are shrinking. So health system administrators are turning to benchmarking vendors for help in improving operational performance. And it, benchmarking provides a starting point for identifying opportunities for cost reduction and improvement in efficiency. And so what is efficiency is something we talked about in the last episode too. Efficiency is avoiding waste or maximizing possible outputs from a set of resource inputs. And healthcare providers have an incentive to maximize efficiency so that they can generate profit, reinvest in their business, and more fully meet their mission. And now some more definitions, right? Uh, productivity, and this is also mentioned in the last episode, is defined as the efficient use of resources, labor, capital, land, materials, energy, information, in the production of various goods and services. It does equate into a formula of total earned hours or total actual hours. Case mix index is the average relative DRG weight of a hospital's inpatient discharges calculated by summing the Medicare severity diagnosis related group weight for each discharge and dividing the total by the number of discharges. Wow, that was lengthy. But what's DRG? So that's why so a diagnose related group patient classification scheme, which provides a means of relating the type of patients a hospital treats. So it's more specific to drugs. So just a recap on productivity in general. So we have two kinds of benchmarking, right? We have internal and external benchmarking. So part one just was like an overview of external benchmarking. Now we're going to dig deeper into the specifics of ex external benchmarking, where part three, we'll talk about internal benchmarking and scorecards and all that great stuff. So again, Joanna, what is the importance and relevance of this topic? It's important because we need to know how we're doing compared to others and how well we are managing our resources. And really our goal is to find and implement the best practices of peer organizations. So more background, and they're also this article, same article from Steve Rouse for Workload and Productivity, did also recommend strategies for selecting an external benchmarking system. Uh, it's going to be a full list in a note section, but I did highlight some, and Joanna, can you read those for me? Yeah, so some of the highlights are um, selecting a meaningful peer comparison group, select the most meaningful key indicator metrics for comparing performance with that of peers, and really understanding the limitations of commercially available systems. There's a lot of limitations to external benchmarking, so if you guys want more of those nuggets, I highly recommend reviewing the article or even the show notes. I'll post them on there for you guys. So what are some metric examples that these vendors could be using? They could be using cost-based ratios. Uh, some examples of that are total pharmacy cost per intensity weight, which is adjusted by discharge. Uh, drug cost per intensity weight was adjusted by discharge. Labor costs per intensity weight per adjusted discharge. 
And now moving on to labor productivity ratios, which is another metric example. Uh, hours worked per intensity weight per discharge or patient day. Hours worked per CMI weighted adjusted discharge or patient day. Uh, FTEs per order process, doses billed or occupied beds or pharmacists per 100 beds. So what the adjusted means in those formulas, it means weight meaning CMI adjusted weight. So that means that it kind of incorporated the case mix index into that formula. But one thing that you'll note is that a lot of it's based off of discharge. And for those pharmacists out there, we know that most of the work is on admission, not so much discharge. So keep that in mind as we keep talking about how this formula impacts pharmacy. So the case mix index, we said it a couple of times. Can you dive a little deeper in that, Joanna? Yeah, so a case mix index is the average relative DRG weight of a hospital's inpatient discharges calculated by summing the Medicare Severity Diagnosis Related Group, or MSDRG, weight for each discharge and dividing the total by the number of discharges. The CMI reflects the diversity, clinical complexity, and resource needs of all the patients in the hospital. On a higher CMI indicates a more complex and resource-intensive caseload. And although the MSDRG weights provided by CMS were designed for the Medicare population, they are applied here to all discharges regardless of the payer. Really well said. Uh, the case mix index is routinely used to approximate patient acuity, but is flawed method for measuring pharmacy-specific patient acuity. The CMI is not based on outcomes, but rather on the levels of overall hospital resource consumption. While the CMI may be accurate from an overall hospital resource consumption perspective, it does not work well for pharmacy department comparisons, mainly because it assigns similar acuity ratings to patients who require vastly different levels of medication resources and patient care services. There is a formula there that I'll list there in our notes of this podcast. So there is an alternative that these vendors may use outside of using a, a case mixing index and incorporated into the formula. It is a pharmacy intensity score. Uh, what is a pharmacy intensity score, Joanna? So like you just mentioned, it's the alternative to the CMI and it's a resource-based relative value intensity grouping system that uses pharmaceutical resource consumption data to produce DRG specific drug use requirements. So what she means is that, for example, in, an, in the article, it actually has a good illustration. So the CMI weight of a kidney transplant may be 3.2. For a hip replacement, it could also be 3.2. But according to a pharmacy intensity score, because they're using DRG that's more cost-specific to pharmacy, kidney transplant is going to be 27.5 versus a hip replacement and 7.8. So what that kind of means is that the Think about pharmacy resources, think about all the immunosuppressants uh, patients will be receiving in the kidney transplant and all the prophylactic regimens that they'll be getting compared to a simple hip replacement and receiving some pre and post-op antibiotics and some pain medication. So huge difference in terms of pharmacy resources and that's kind of why vendors may go ahead and pitch the pharmacy intensity score. So a resource-based relative value units, uh, the grouping system that the intensity score has is a consumption of data to produce DRG-specific drug use requirements. The data collected is via a clinical database to assign weight to every DRG. So 100 being the highest, 0.1 being the lowest. And typically in the formula, it's a sum of all DRG intensity weights times the volumes over the total, total admissions. And that gives you the pharmacy intensity score. Even though it does state that though, I would make sure whether or not that vendor is using admissions instead of discharges. Because some vendors may go ahead and say, yeah, we use a pharmacy intensity score, 
but they're really using discharges. So you kind of got may want to double check how they're coming up with their formula, even though they may not reveal it to you entirely. So we listed a couple of metrics that you can use for external benchmarking systems. Joanna, what are some metrics we want to avoid? So we definitely want to avoid patient days in the denominator, as well as revenue adjusted, hours worked or paid, orders processed, and number of clinical interventions. Um, and those could be mainly because they're maybe difficult to capture and in a way it wouldn't really give a good representation of the outcomes that you're looking for. So I said a lot about the specifics of external benchmarking. Uh, Joanna, what can you summarize for us? So in summary, strategies for selecting a vendor um, include a meaningful peer group comparison as well as making sure that the financial data is accurate. Um, and vendors can use a lot of different formulas, and many of these formulas use discharge as a factor, but as we know, most of the pharmacist's workload is on admission, so kind of differentiating between that is important. And then understanding the difference between other factors like CMI versus the DRG is important, and then also knowing which metrics to avoid, which we just, we just mentioned. And again, limitations, we discussed it in the previous episode. Uh, same article, Workload and Productivity by Steve Rao, phenomenal article, I'm still referenced today, so I think the article holds water, so I can't say that enough. And that's all we have today. Again, my name is Dr. Oscar Santalo, and I'm here with... Joanna Lunkera. Yeah. Um, again, you guys can follow me at farmsohard underscore OS, or you can friend me on LinkedIn. Thank you guys. You guys have a great day. Thank you.